Yeah, 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 yeah. We back here, baby. Week 10 Flex Squad with our own intro song. No more copyright infringement, baby. What are y'all thoughts? What are y'all thoughts? We're not going down. <laughs> Feds can't take us down. I, is, that how lo- is that how long the intro song's going to be from now on? Yep, that's yeah, it. It's two minutes and 45 seconds. We, gotta, we just got to do it. We got we to gotta play the whole really thing. Really trying to get hype. A long hype into it. A long hype. We just want people to maybe listen for the whole time and then stop listening to the podcast. Yeah. That's the goal. Maybe people just tune in to hear that beat every week. I feel like that's a pretty, uh, a pretty reasonable bet. Very reasonable. You know, I mean, we're not all professional podcasters like you, Ramu. I mean, we don't have, you know, production studios, audio engineers, you know, official uh, <laughs> mic equipment. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you got going this week? Yeah, man, it's a big week for for Ramdog here. I also launched a podcast. Uh, I've launched it for the business school, the greatest business school on earth, uh, the Michigan Wolverine Ross School of Business. Hello, Ari. Wrong. <laughs> no, yeah, we we launched a um, a business podcast for the school. I'm I'm hosting and leading it up. It's uh, called Business Beyond Usual. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, yeah, long time coming. Been talking about it for a while. And yeah, we got some good audio recording equipment, um, an audio engineer to actually do some stuff in the background rather than having Samin fiddle with some some free software. <laughs> you mean, listen, we told people like six episodes ago, this is a raw podcast. If you want production quality, look elsewhere. Look to business beyond usual. If you want yeah, yeah. good content. What, what the listeners are hearing is cheap. <laughs> is that what they're saying? We got a lot of fans. We have at least one fan. Shout out Rob Smith. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out, baby. Listen. Shout out, shout out. We uh we might be cheap, but if you were betting on us, you'd be winning some money. Because last week we had a good week, baby. Uh I went five and two. Ramu, a nice three and four, you know, respectable. Hari, back from the dead, back from exams. Back five, at it. Five and two. And Mark rounding us out at four and three. That put us as a squad six games over five hundred last week. So well done, team. Um, all right, time to get back to the meme. Time to get back to the meme. Now we fail. Now we lose them all. Yep, that's it. Uh, and then our overall records: we got Hari in last place, twenty six and twenty nine. Uh, Ramu in third place, thirty one and thirty three. Mark back to where he belongs behind me in second place 33 and 27 and you got your new first place champion 31 and 24 no score corrections everything was taken correctly i finally gotten it together aren't you guys proud <laughs> but, but mark has more wins right how is he farther behind than you because it's winning percentage i don't i don't think so i think i don't like that's not how that's not how records work you know like, mark is still in first place no i don't think so i think it's winning percentage is yeah. it a winning percentage? If so, I would have made far fewer bets this year. I don't know how this is scored. Can I have my score <laughs> reset to 5-2? and two? <laughs> uh, No, we will keep all season track. But I will say, as a squad, we're seven games over 500. So uh, you would have won some money. Maybe not a ton of money, but some money on us. But we got a slate, boys. We got a slate this weekend. And I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited. So, unfortunately, uh, we're missing a member of the squad, Mark Amons. Pour one out. I don't have a beer to pour out. Rest but, in peace. Rest yeah. in peace, Mark. Better, um, better without. 
That's probably true. But to kick us off, we got Falcons at Eagles in a pick'em over under 50.5. Hari, I always start with you and the Falcons, buddy. You say you know them well. What do you got for this game? Uh, give me the Eagles. <laughs> the Did Eagles. That's it. That's give it. Give me the Eagles. They're very good in Philadelphia. We are not very good in Philadelphia. You got to be in prime battery-throwing position after this Trump victory. So give me, uh, give me the Eagles. <laughs> man that's it huh nothing no faith in the falcons they've been on the road to denver they've been on the road to seattle and and you got them losing here too huh so what i will say uh if there is if if there is any positive that i saw out of last week uh that uh eagle secondary is soft yes it is very very soft uh so like i think a safer bet is the over uh but i you know i'm a big uh sell high guy on the falcons so i'm gonna i'm gonna take the eagles okay how many how many, if you were, if you were going to put it in terms of like a soft boiled egg, like how many minutes did you boil that egg? <laughs> it's been boiled forever. It's now just like, it's now just egg water at this point and we're just passing over it. <laughs> that doesn't make any cooking sense. <laughs> just egg water. It's like, it's been there for like 30, 50, 60 minutes. And it's just like, everything is disintegrating. It's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. that's it. That is the worst analogy to a football game I think anyone on podcasting history has ever said. Uh, <laughs> are you? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make all my picks in terms of uh of boiled egg softness. Well, why don't you tell us then? If you got Falcons at Eagles in a pick'em over under fifteen and a half. Tell me how many boiled eggs you got in this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm not even gonna boil the egg. I'm just, I'm just gonna take it raw. Because this is a raw podcast. This is and a I'm raw gonna podcast. I'm going to keep it raw like I've been doing and take the over. Because I don't know what's about to happen in this game. I don't know. This, this Falcons' is, offense is clicking. The Eagles' defense is a little scared. We're, we're over there, you know, up at Philly. I, I don't know. I'm taking the over. <laughs> keep that gravy train rolling, man. I, Har, you said this well, bud. That Eagles' secondary is not very good. Odell Beckham had a day against them. Des Bryant, after coming back from injury, had a day against them. I think Julio Jones torches, torches, torches the secondary. Uh, the Falcons also are a nice six and zero against their spread against the spread in their last six road games. So if they can hang at Denver, if they can hang at Seattle, I think the Eagles are reeling. Um, it's time for Carson Wentz to uh, go back to rookie quarterback status and get out of this elite quarterback uh, conversation. Give me the Falcons to win on the road. Actually, I'd like to change my pick and go to the Falcons. All right. I would like to change. I'm, I'm a, I believe in my Falcons. <laughs> Are you back from the moon and you change your mind? <laughs> yeah, I went to the moon. I came. I looked in my moon diary and it said Falcons. <laughs> Fair. Falcons by a touchdown. Fair. We'll give it to you, buddy. You got it just in time before we moved on <laughs> to the Broncos at Saints. Minus one over under 49. I'll kick this one off. I think the Broncos have been disappointing the last two weeks. Their offense is a disaster. Their run defense is a disaster. But the interesting part here is you can also run on the Saints. Uh, just ask my teaser teaser, Dewan Harris, from the San Francisco 49ers, because he ran all over the Saints. So with that in mind, I actually think this is a heavy run game, and give me the under on 49 points. I know it's in the in the Superdome, but I think the Broncos' defense shows up and uh, and holds this to a, a close game. Hari, what are your thoughts on this game? Denver again. I mean, I, I think you're right. They right. They haven't played well 
the last couple weeks. I mean, if anything, they're due. Uh, I think they are. I think I like that under bet, but uh, give me give me Denver to win. I, I just don't think um, I don't think the Saints have it. Uh, and I think like right, they had a couple bad losses, but are they as bad as the Saints? I, I would be highly surprised. Uh, give me give me Denver Denver to win this game. Denver plus one. Mm-hmm. Ramu, round us out. What you got in this game? Uh, Seventy one. What is, is over under 71? Are we buying points? Buying points? 71% of the time this season, the Saints have covered the spread. Mm. So, uh, you know what? It's at home, and I'm having a little respect for uh, for the run game. And, and you know, they, you know, teaser, teaser, Tim Hightower. <laughs> um, give, me, uh, give me the Saints. Saints plus one. Interesting. I mean, this... I think I will say this. If Denver pulls this off, that's a huge boost to the Falcons winning that division. So I, uh, as a Falcons fan, which you two are, I would imagine you'd root for the Broncos. And as uh, someone who loves the Cowboys, I always root for the AFC team. But this game will, will be interesting. So as I alluded to them a little earlier, Cowboys at Steelers, minus two and a half, over under 50. Uh, Ramu, this... This is an interesting game, and Dak we trust. Is he your fantasy quarterback, by the way, or uh, have you let him go? No, no, I still trust. And I, I I, really like this guy. I don't know if you guys saw that ESPN special like on him and his like upbringing and stuff, but he's like, really good guy, you know, uh, just loves the game. I think he's going to be a great leader. But, you know, this is uh, in, in Steeler country. Um, I think Roethlisberger is feeling pretty good. I think uh, you know whatever whatever they got going for them, it, it's it's gonna end at some point. You know, it's a tough pick, but give me the Steelers. I've been rooting for the Cowboys all season long. Man, um, but yeah, let me take the Steelers. Just just throwing your back at us, huh? Just just know, just like I that. Know. That's gonna come back and bite you, bud. <clears throat> no emotions. Hard. What are your thoughts on this game? Uh, so I don't get that remote. Like I. They, right in Dak we trust and as long as that guy's the quarterback of that team I don't see him losing and after last week Antonio Brown didn't have a very good week like Roethlisberger didn't have a very good week um, Steelers don't look that outstanding uh, give me Cowboys here I, I, w- I would take the Cowboys I'd take extra points too buy points uh, I baby I like it I like it I like it um, as the uh, yeah, official I think maybe the article I read is, is by some Steelers fans so maybe I should Mix up. You can change your pick as long as we haven't moved off. I just learned that. Yeah, two picks ago. I'm gonna stay with it. I'm gonna conform to the rules. I like that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, as the official insider for the Dallas Cowboys on this podcast, um, a part of this game that worries me that we didn't see take much effect last week, but I think will this week is more Clay, Mo Claiborne and Barry Church are starting corner and safety are both hurt, and Antonio Brown though hasn't looked good as of late is still a very good receiver. Um, but the total has gone under uh, in seven of the Cowboys' last eight games as underdogs. I think with the Cowboys' run game and them needing to keep that defense off the field, I think they run the ball a ton, which obviously is nothing new from what they've done all season. But I think that results in a, in a low-scoring game. So give me uh, give me the under on fifty, and I also just don't like betting against my Cowboys. So, so you think? That, but if you had to bet, you would say that if you had to bet on the, the line, you say that the Cowboys aren't going to beat the Steelers. No, I do actually. Hari, I, I, I'm with you. I think the Cowboys can cover. I actually really like the two and a half. 
Um, especially if it, I imagine it might move a little bit more towards towards Steelers Nation. The only part that kind of concerns me, and this is just probably me way overthinking it, but this is the first week that Tony Romo may be in uniform on the sideline. And just that element of like, if anything goes wrong, I could see a snowball effect where you know people start calling for Tony Romo to come in and just him being on the sidelines. I just don't like that vibe. I like him in a sling with his baseball cap and his you know tight fit, waterproof, you know Under Armour shirt on, just watching with the headset on. That's what I want. But but he's coming back next week. You guys are at home next week, right? And Romo's coming back. No, back. well, they, that's what I mean. They say he might be in uniform this week, and I just I just yeah, but. But he's gonna be he's gonna be back and starting next week. That's oh, what that's I'm that's bold. I don't I wouldn't go that far, especially if we win this game. So, yeah, just a you know little concern as a uh, as a chemistry guy and as a body language guy, but I still think uh, the under is a relatively safe bet on this game. And with that, we have a reenactment of Super Bowl Fifty, right? Seahawks at Patriots minus seven and a half over under forty eight and a half. I'm just going to say this. There is revenge that the Seahawks are seeking. I know they had a tough Monday night matchup against the Bills. I get it. Their defense hasn't looked good. But seven and a half is a lot to be giving that defense, even if it's the Patriots, even the Pats are coming off a bye. I think the Seahawks have what it takes in the formula to, uh, to keep this game close. It just comes down to their run game. But the the Patriots' defensive line hasn't been anything special. They traded away arguably their best pass rusher. So give me the Seahawks plus 7.5. I think if they lose, I could see it by a touchdown, but not more than that. So, Ramu, what you got in this game? Ramu. Ramu. Internet. 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 Oh, is it my turn? Hello? Yeah. Ramu. Hello, Ramu? Hello, Ramu. <laughs> hello. Uh, 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 hello? Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, can you hear me? Going yes. To, going to Mars. Going to Mars and back. <laughs> Ramu, give me give me your thoughts on this Seahawks at Pats minus seven and a half over under forty eight and a half. This is my favorite podcast in America. I know it's so this good. This is the best one. Let me jump right in and give you my thoughts on this. <laughs> Go for it, bud. Give me your thoughts on this one. I'm trying to come up with some thoughts. Okay, <laughs> you know I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle actually kept it close to cover this one. Um and. They rarely lose by more than two possessions. Um, I mean, PGs are obviously going to win straight up. Um, look, I'm looking at the Super Bowl that they played in. The total was uh, was forty uh, was forty two. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That's not right. It was fifty two. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Also, still. I'm not, I'm not ready to violate my never bet against Belichick rules, so I don't know where this is going, and I don't think you guys know either. I'm taking the under. <laughs> under, baby, under. Interesting, interesting. All right, what are your thoughts on this game? Round us out. No, it's uh, you. You, you took the word out. It's a huge line. I think it's like a super disrespectful line. The Seahawks, who are a very good team, I think they keep it closer than a touchdown. Uh, so I don't think they win though. Uh, give me, give me the Seahawks. I like it. Go Hawks, baby, as uh, our friend John would say. Oh. And with that, let's get into our first segment. We had some teasers, teasers, but put me in, Coach. Remove who you got this week, baby. Put me in, Coach. 
Yeah, I mentioned him earlier. I was just looking um, on the on the the fantasy league benches, and no one's picked up uh, Tim Hightower. I'm a little surprised. He's a he's a quantity kind of guy, uh, but he does well. He he carries a lot of the workload, and he looks like he's taking most of the the touches for for New Orleans. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of by side on on Tim Hightower. I like where this is going. I think maybe they have a good uh, one two combo here. So. Let's get him some more touches, and if he can keep this running, 4.4, 10.2, 16.2, at this rate, he's going to have 30 points this uh, this weekend. Take Tim Hightower. That's it. That's just facts. He's just going to have 30 fantasy points. Easy money. Um, mine also is a backup running back who has been promoted to a starter, but more because of injury and less because Mark Ingram can't run the ball, and unfortunately he's also on my fantasy team, which sucks. But that's neither here nor there. Give me some Dewan Harris of the San Francisco 49ers. He had uh, 15 touches last week for 140 yards and a touchdown against what is, you know, definitely a weak um, Saints defense. He's on the road at Arizona this week, but listen, you don't have to be the prettiest girl at the party. Sometimes you just got to be the only girl at the party. Give me uh, Dewan Harris to have a nice, uh, nice fantasy week against the the Cardinals. All right, what about you, baby? Put me in, coach. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do a little trivia. I'm going to give you a player that is almost going to guarantee you double-digit points. Uh, he scored in double digits four times this season in fantasy. Uh, he's averaging eight and a half points a game, and he is going against the weakest defense uh, against his position. Who am I mentioning? Okay, it's definitely a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking the worst team against the tight end, the Browns? You're very close. Y'all, I'm looking at Nick Novak. The kicker oh for the Houston Texans oh my God. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> he's going to have a money day. Jacksonville's given up double-digit points to the kicker every week. Uh, he's only owned in a, in a third of fantasy leagues across is... all of ESPN. Uh, give me uh, Nicholas Novak. Nicholas Novak. Swing kick. Swing kick. This, this is what happens when you don't prepare for a podcast. I prepared a lot for this podcast. <laughs> You, says the guy who didn't say anything for four minutes on this podcast. Let's just play the theme song again. <laughs> I think we're going to edit that out. <laughs> Remember, this is raw. There are no edits. Okay, maybe there'll be some edits this time around. No, there'll be many edits this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Reel it in, baby. Let's go on to uh, what is a god-awful college slate. It literally took me three times up and down the betting sheet to find three games I was interested in this week in college. Can we just pick all three right now? Like, do I have to give any explanation? For yes, you have to give explanation. Because I think, I have a hunch, and you actually need to run this uh, run this regression model slash data analysis slash data visualization slash uh, linear optimization. But I think in terms of betting uh, or picks for college versus the NFL, I think we're a lot better at college. So, yes, yeah. you have to give some insight. Okay. Um, but Fine. let's start out with the most boring to the least boring, and that's going to be Michigan at Iowa, plus 21.5, over, under 50.5. I heard uh, you know, a rumor from a, a friend that Michigan has a, a fire podcast that just aired this week. I know we, uh, we advertised it a little earlier. So I think the Wolverines are feeling good. I think they're feeling ready. But they're going to run into some smash-mouth football by the Hawkeyes, baby. Plus 21.5 is a lot. I don't foresee uh, Michigan in its, what, like second road game of the year being able to win by more than three touchdowns. Give me the Hawkeyes plus 21.5. 
What? How about them apples, Ramil? Oh, I. You know that's interesting. Um, because you know it's a night game. It's a night game there in Iowa. It's, it's tough. We didn't do well against Michigan State, um, and they kind of figured out a a good run game that could kind of beat our our uh, our protection. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of like that pick. I don't really know what to do with this Michigan team. I feel like I feel like they beat the spread, the over under, um, maybe nine out of eight times. So I'm gonna go with the over again. I like it. Over fifteen and a half. Uh, Hari, round us out for Big Ten football, where you make your money, the conference you know best. God, I hate this fucking conference. Uh, the line and the over under don't make any sense to me. Uh, if Michigan wins by 21 and a half points, it's probably going over also. Uh, so I'd parlay the two. Give me Michigan to cover and uh, and go and the over. Man, Michigan minus 21 and a half and the over. I like it. Do you hate this conference because it's so good? No, I hate it because it's just Michigan beating up on JV varsity teams. Like, I just don't understand. Like, it doesn't, none of this makes any sense. Why would you want, even want to schedule Michigan? Just let Michigan play Ohio State and then rest until the they have to get beat by Washington. Oh, do you tease it, tease it, tease it? No one likes Michigan, although they, I have a very good business podcast we talked about earlier on this podcast. <laughs> That's the best thing, about, best thing come out of Go Blue. Podcast. We love it. Beyond better business. Not what it's called here. Okay, well, I'm still going to get through the first episode. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the SEC, where Hari makes his money. Auburn at this Georgia. Is where I make my money. Auburn at Georgia, plus 10, over under 48 and a half. What are your thoughts, Hari? Uh, so, this is uh, Georgia's big game, right? I mean, this is, if you want to say, like, hey, listen, your season has been horrible. You almost lost to Kentucky. You almost lost to Nichols State or whatever. Like, things are not looking great for Georgia. Uh, they need a statement game, and Kirby needs a statement game, and Jacob Eason needs a statement game. Um, I think they keep this game really close. Uh, I think that it gets right up to the spread number late, uh, and then Jacob Eason drives down for a big touchdown because that's what he does late in games, and they, they probably find a way to squander it at the end. But uh, give me Georgia uh, against the spread, but they, they probably get um, – it's probably going to be very, very close to that 10 number. That's fair. I like that. I like that. Um, Ramu, what are your thoughts on the uh, SEC country? You know, I have no uh, no clue about SEC country. I stay away from them, especially nowadays. But I, let me say this: I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could, um, against Auburn and ever be allowed back in in Texas and Austin with the Manfreys. I think Allie might might uh, might never allow me back. So I have to pick Auburn just out of out of uh, favorite. <laughs> For my favorite man freeze. All right. Shout out to the man freeze. Auburn minus 10. Good Shout analysis. Out That's my favorite man freeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did a little bit of research for this game, and Auburn has been averaging 40 points per game in their last four. So clearly this team has shown that they can put up points. I don't think much of this Bulldogs defense. I get that it's on the road, but it's a 2.30 kickoff. It's not too late. Um, the sun's going to be shining bright over in Georgia with uh, with beautiful weather, which people forgot to look up this week. Um, no, I, I was looking at weather in Iowa, but it was weather. just sunny and cold. Oh, it was moons. <laughs> no, we're done with moons. I got that. I got it wrong. I was right for three quarters, but then it was wrong. <laughs> the moon just like got covered by a cloud, and then everything went to hell in the fourth quarter. What yeah, can you do? exactly. Um, but yeah, with Auburn's high-scoring offense, I do think Georgia 
has to keep it a little close just out of respect. So give me the over on 48 and a half. Um, and with that, to what is, I guess, the game of the week in college, USC. Five, uh, coming off six straight wins, I believe, going to the Huskies of Washington. Minus eight and a half, over under 62 and a half. My logic is simple. If you're betting for the on the Huskies, you're betting the over. Give me the over on 62 and a half. The last three bets uh, that I've had on this podcast on the over with the Huskies is one. So let's keep that gravy train rolling. Not too far from the Falcons, baby. Over 62 and a half. Remove thoughts on this game. Oh, I think it's me because no one's talking right now. Yep, it's Correct. you. I think this Trojans team is better than we think. Interesting. Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> Please, <laughs> just something. <laughs> they beaten four of their last five opponents by three touchdowns or more. And, you know, I think their run game is a little bit better than people think. Um, and so Washington hasn't been the best team against the run game. Um, none of this I'm sure about. I think, <laughs> I think I'm reading correctly. So based on what I'm reading, I think I'm going to go with USC. USC plus eight and a half. All right. All right. Round us out, buddy. You, you called your Huskies like five weeks ago and they have somehow come back to pay you full circle. What are your thoughts on yeah. this game? So this is a purely I want to see a shakeup in the um, in the rankings. I, I think it's gotten a little like college football is fun, but as you're right, like this is not a great week. Things don't look very exciting until Ohio State, Michigan, much later in the year. Um, I also want to see Louisville get in. Uh, that little shakeup with Texas A&M was expected because they're no good. Um, give me USC. Uh, it's actually here's a little weather insight. It's gonna be raining early in Seattle, but then it's gonna clear up and be quite nice. And USC people love nice weather, uh, so give me USC on the weather line uh, to 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 beat the spread. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, with that, let's move on to our second segment. That is gonna get you benched. That's gonna get you benched. That's gonna get you benched. Uh, outside of moon picks, um, Hari, what is gonna who's riding the pine for you this week? Uh, so I don't know if you all been on Twitter this week, uh, but the mannequin challenge is huge. And if you don't know what the mannequin challenge is, a bunch of people, they stay still and a camera goes in between them and plays a song or whatever. And it's just it's cool because all these people are frozen. Um, someone tried this recently, and that is Jerry Jones on his private jet. And this <laughs> idiot couldn't stay still for like three seconds. <laughs> he had a slice of pizza he was holding and like was shaking the whole time. <laughs> Jerry Jones, get offline. That shit's done. That shit will get you benched. <laughs> benched from Instagram. Also, if he if he benches Dak Prescott, he needs to bench himself. <laughs> Everyone gets benched in that franchise, except yes. for Tony Romo, obviously. That's pretty good. I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, Ramu, who's riding the pine for you this week, buddy? Oh, I'm turning to Steelers country. Oh I'm no! I'm looking at Mr. Chris Boswell. Tried this onside kick. <laughs> this dumb fuck. This dumb motherfucker tried to do a Rabona. You know, this, this, the same stuff he tried to do in high school and college, and maybe it worked, but not in the pros, homeboy. You know, this is just another kicker trying to act too fly for a white guy looking for some coochie glory later. Yeah. <laughs> I love, what I love about this the most was um, the announcer's reactions to what just happened. 
Okay, this is what this is what they said. That is a swing and a miss. That was a whiff. That was an accident waiting to happen. That was an Irish. That was an Irish jig on the football field. <laughs> I like that last one. Yo, Boswell. That's gonna get you benched, and that's why you got dropped from my team, motherfucker. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, for me, it isn't a single person. There is uh, no I in team, um, but there is a, a we if you take the M and turn it upside down. Jarek McKinnon, Sam Bradford, TJ Clemmings, Andre Smith, Norv Turner, and his resignation, the entire Vikings fucking offense. What are you doing out there? They have been atrocious for three weeks. They haven't been able to figure it out. Last week, they were just like, we're just going to run 30 wide receiver screens which resulted in like 14 catches for 70 yards for Stefan Diggs, um, which is great in PPR scoring, but is not going to win you NFL games. you got to get more creative. You have to figure out a way to run the ball. The Vikings offense, that is going to get you benched. Unfortunately, you can't bench a whole offense. That doesn't make any sense. I think you can just put in the second team. They, 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 you have 52 people on the roster. Just bench 12 of them and find the other 40. <laughs> Very simple. Yeah, that's it. Um, all right, last one, baby. Obscure bet of the week, and I will kick us off. Um, now that politics is over, and uh, I will say to this podcast has been refreshing because there's been no politics references, and I will never uh, bring up politics again on this podcast because I lost lots of money doing it. Take me to the immigration website that crashed the great friends up north, the Canadian Football League, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the CFL. Coming off a nice win, uh, they have this man, Kevin Elliott, no relation to Zeke, uh, who they picked up a month ago and has since rushed for 300 yards. Uh, and they are now in the semifinals, looking to win that, uh, that game and go to the CFL championships. Give me the Hamilton Tiger Cats plus three to win their game against the Winnipeg football team. I forget what the mascot is. So that is my pick for the week. Ramu, obscure bet of the week. What you got? I, you know, uh, oddly enough, I'm also going to go to Canada. Uh, I'm going to go to NHL hockey up in Toronto. Um, I just, uh, my my buddy, my roommate had his, his parents in town and his girlfriend's parents in town. And we got to talking about uh, sports teams in Toronto, talking about the Maple Leafs. They are playing the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to keep shitting on Pittsburgh for no reason at all and say that the Maple Leafs are going to pull this one out and win uh, straight up. I don't even know what the line is, but they're terrible. So this will be a big win for them. Maple Leafs on the money line. I like it. Um, How does that work if it goes to the shootout? Do you still get the money if, if they win the shootout? I assume you do. Because they win the game. Do you, do you want me to call James in on the podcast? No, we, we can get him in next week. Uh, we'll do an all NHL obscure bet of the week. All right, round us out, buddy. Obscure bet of the week. What you got? Uh, UFC 205 Madison Square Garden. I'm going to get real into MMA betting. Uh, oh, is but, that this weekend? Uh, it is not this weekend, I do not believe. I think it's future somewhere in the future. I don't know. Uh, but give me Raquel Pennington to beat Meisha Tate. Misha Tate did not look good in uh, UFC 200, uh, was really beaten quite badly. And then Amanda Nunes, who beat her, is now going on to face, uh, uh, what's her name? The really famous one. Ronda but Rousey? that doesn't matter. 
Ronda Rousey. And, and she's pretty much said, like, oh, she's very good. She'll beat her. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Ronda Rousey bounces back. I'm pretty sure Misha Tate is no good. Uh, give me her opponent, Raquel Pennington, plus 140. Ah, UFC I like it. UFC 205. UFC. This is Saturday. This is Saturday at 10. It is Saturday. This is Saturday. <laughs> UFC 205, as I said. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. The Garden. New York, New York. United States of America. I like Raquel it. Raquel Pennington. I like it. I like it. R-A-Q. <laughs> Um, all right, boys. With that, that uh, that rounds us out for um, for the week. I- I'll say this much, squad. We've really gotten it together in the second portion of uh, of the season. Our last couple weeks have been good, so let's uh, let's keep the momentum going. And with that, uh, we out. We out to the moon. Oh, my God.